Try again. That was all. It was something. <laughs> I didn't even get the beginning of that. It was all scrambled. Okay. Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. This week, uh, we're continuing our series on horns. That horns. Ah, fuck. What's that? Horns rock. Horn bands. Rock. rock horn bands rock. Fuck. Horn <laughs> okay. bands that rock. Yeah. <laughs> Take three. Well, Ray, it was great talking with those guys. Yeah, it was, man. They did some traveling in the days, man. Wow. Yes, they did. Yes, they certainly did. Uh, they, uh, they, uh, I don't know what the hell I was going to say. So tune your podcast station in sometime whenever you want to do this. It was going really well, and I <laughs> Maybe we can splice that. <laughs> Maybe we can cut that out. That was going well. Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Welcome to our year in review, 2020 year in review. The holiday special of 2020. What a year. Yes, it sucked. So thank you and good night. No, we're really here. We're not bugging out on you. No, no, no. We're, we're here, and uh, we still had a pretty good year, uh, considering uh, nobody else did. <laughs> That's right. We uh, At least we were still uh, getting shows out there, but uh, fortunately, we're able to do that uh, remotely and uh, not have to get together to do this. Thanks so to the power of Zoom. That's right. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. We uh, we were able to uh, to find to start zoom zooming our meetings and our, our interviews and it worked out pretty good. It's not too bad, not at all. It'd still be nice to be at our studio at the Rock and Roll uh, Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route sixty six. Yes, it would be, and hopefully in twenty twenty one we will be there. There's been a lot of work going on there. Our uh, studio is really coming together, really nice there. Thanks to uh, Ron Romero and everybody. Uh, at the uh, museum, we we're going to include some bloopers in this in this uh, year in review. I think uh, they noticed that, Paul, from the start. Yes, well, twenty twenty was kind of a blooper itself, so I think that's appropriate that we do that. Exactly. So that's why we started this show with a blooper. So uh, we we started out uh, on uh, January seventh. We had freewheeling. Now, if you remember freewheeling, uh, Eddie Cameron, Brian Sarna. And uh, and the rest of the guys uh, got together uh, and and put the band back together. What was what they could of the band anyway, and played uh, for Kevin Fabishes, who was their sax player, who was also the sax player in the Dancing Noodles. Uh, played uh, his benefit party because uh, Kevin passed away last December. Yeah, that was a great show. Uh, the boys did a good job getting together, you know, uh, short notice uh, and putting on a great show with a lot of their own original songs from way back when. Yeah, and, and you know, it's kind of tough to put that together as, as well. You know, you know, songs you haven't played in a while, you, you, they just don't jump out of your guitar, you know. No, 
but uh, but then we moved down uh, uh, and we did uh, we kind of brought a, a a theme for January after that uh, for a couple of shows. We did some uh, some beach music with Johnny Rustler and the Beach Bum Band. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It that warmed my cockles. Oh wow, that's good to hear. Yes, good to hear your cockles are warm. My cockles are very warm. And then we had Easy FM, uh, who was uh, another a yacht rock band. So it kind of brought us uh, back to a peaceful, uh, easy feeling. Yes, that's right. That's right. Sitting on the beach, trade winds blowing through <laughs> your hair. I'm sorry, Paul. Uh, I, I shouldn't have used that analogy. Uh, trade winds blowing past your body. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm used to the bald thing now. So Okay, good. Then we had Joel Hoekstra, guitarist extraordinaire for White Snake, for Night Ranger. Trans Siberian Orchestra, and uh, Joel was uh, Joel was a lot of fun. And Joel's also in Cher's uh, band too. Her traveling right. show. You're right. I forgot about Cher. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Joel's from right here in uh, Orland Park, Illinois, and uh, has done very, very well for himself. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra didn't get out this year, but they no. did do a uh, a video of the band. Uh, I think it was on the 18th. They had a big special thing going on where the band played, but it was a, a previous video. And then, uh, and then we we had uh, starting in February, we had Burning Bridges, uh, a local band, uh, and uh, they they were a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, uh, we've got a couple of clips we'll play right now from our Burning Bridges outro. Well, there was uh, that was Burning Bridges. That was Burning Bridges. Yeah, you got it, man. And um, Bob had uh, some stories. I wish uh, we could have got some more of them, uh, some more out of him. Yeah, we had, uh, I don't know if we should use that part, but I wish we could have got some more out of him. <laughs> what? Maybe we had, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, okay, right, let's start over. That was Burning Bridges, and um, and it winds up, uh, Bob and I did cross paths somewhere. Apparently, in many, many times, different venues, different places. Yes. But the 70s were a rough time. For, well, for some of us, maybe. Hard to remember a lot of the things that had in the, happened in the 70s. For some of me, maybe. Some of you, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, for most of us. Yeah. Most of us. But yeah, that was, uh, that was great, uh, reminiscing about some of those old clubs, you know, the old Thirsty Whale, Haymakers, Beginnings. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that on air, though. Yeah, we did. I think it was afterwards. Was it afterwards? No, yeah. I could have swore he brought some up. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to start again. All right. Now, we uh, after, after that, that was kind of silly stuff, wasn't it? But after It was that, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but after that, we... Uh, uh, we Not embarrassed whatsoever. No, no. We had uh, Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue is... Um, uh, a band, and I guess they're also called Acoustic Avenue because they also play acoustics. Uh, sometimes play some acoustic shows too. That's right. Ergo, electric, but that, acoustic. But that, but that band includes Ron Romero, who is uh, the curator, the founder of the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum. He's the man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Ron's doing a great job out there, and hopefully that place will be open this coming year. Most definitely. Then we had the, the, we went on to the Millennials. The Millennials are a young band, a young young band of uh, some teenagers, some are some kids in their early twenties who are now 
who love playing rock and roll. They love playing the old stuff, playing some Mario Speedwagon, and they play some, some original stuff too. There, And they all learned at the School of Rock. Yes, they did. That uh, very impressive group of uh, people. I'm telling you, they're, uh, they just don't want to play. They want to learn more and, and to grow within the band and stuff. And uh, that's, they got some great ambition there. And I think they're going to do very well. Yes, and here, here's here's a little clip uh, of an outtake. We uh, most of these outtakes are are, um, are these blooper reels, I should say, are from our intros and outros where we just couldn't get it uh, <laughs> because we never make mistakes during the interview, right? Because our mouth just didn't work right. Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie. <laughs> What? Okay. You paid attention to that? Yeah, I am. Okay. Because it was like, uh, <laughs> ready the roadie, that's right. <laughs> okay, fine. Hey, this is Paul Martin. And Ray the Roadie. And Ray the Roadie. And Ray the Roadie. For the Rock and Roll Chicago <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> okay, then we moved on to uh, Tafoya. Mike Tafoya. Do any of you remember the boys, the bees? I don't remember whatever. What else? Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Uh, Tafoya's Lost Boys, correct? Mike Tafoya uh, was a fun interview. We did that one at the uh, at the museum as well. Yep, he came down with uh, Craig Cedarholm, his uh, drummer, and right. uh, had a great uh, discussion with them. Dick B. Andy, the Dick B. Andy film. Now we didn't we didn't talk with Dick B. Andy, did we? No, we did not. We talked to the producer of the Dick Biondi film, Pam Ensweiler Police, and uh, she uh, she talked about that. And I don't know if the movie has it come out yet. Is the documentary? No, not yet. They're still uh, they're getting close, though. I believe. I think they're getting really close to releasing it. Well, it should be an interesting film, uh, a documentary, once it comes out. Yes, it will be. Everyone loves Dick Biondi. Oh, yes, yes. Every time I saw you about my wife and I get a picture with Dick Biondi. You I did. Po- I posted it on Twitter. It was my wife, it was, it was my wife and, and I was on one side and Dick Biondi was on her other side. I think uh, we just we talked about that once before because that's when uh, the band opened up for the Buckinghams at uh, CD and me. Oh, yes. And, and Dick Biondi was there and I got my picture taken with him too. Yeah. You're not the only star Right, but but I, but I posted it on Twitter, and I said, I said, my wife between two old dicks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some comedy coming up here. <laughs> yeah, we got some do. comedy coming up here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Next up after Dick Biondi was C One Thirty. Unfortunately for this band, they were ju- they were just getting underway. Their singer, and the, the lead singer in the band is Mike Lorber, who is also the uh, traffic copter guy for Channel 5. And uh, this band was just getting off the ground, and it never took off because of the pandemic. Unfortunately, they weren't able to uh, perform anywhere. Yeah, that was done. We did that. Uh, that interview was released on March 10th. And unfortunately uh, for them, I don't think they ever got to play, did they? No, they had some gigs scheduled, and they, uh, they all canceled. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll get together and get back out there soon. Then we uh, remember we went to, we went down to the city winery. And we saw yes, the we Freddie did. Jones band. Yes, we did. We did that interview remotely. 
uh, we went back to our old ways and used a portable digital recorder for that. But uh, we saw Freddie Jones there at the city winery, put on a great show. Freddie Jones band is originally from the Chicago area. Correct. And their front man is Marty Lloyd, who's been with the band since day one. And uh, we sat down backstage with him actually, and uh, did the interview. And that was actually the show that night was actually their second to the last show before they quit performing because of the pandemic. They, uh, they left Chicago and I believe they went to Denver to the city winery there to do a show. And the Denver show was the final show they did all year. Well, the pandemic was in full swing by this time. It's March 24th and we released midnight special, but I want to make it clear that we had, a bunch of a bunch of uh, podcasts, a bunch of interviews already lined up, and we did several of these um, until uh, until the well, first or second week of April. Um, we had these lined up at a time which we did at the um, at this at the Rock and Roll Museum. But Correct, had, and this is this was all just starting at that time. We weren't in full blown pandemic. We had Midnight Special, Midnight Special band. We talked with them. Uh, they were they were uh, they were a fun band, good band, um, and then we talked with Midlife Crisis. Midlife Crisis. Uh, oh, we had a little mid theme going on, huh? Yeah, a midnight, right? And then midlife, right? Yeah, I see. I see where you're going. Oh, wait a minute, that's where we were. Forget it. <laughs> we we got it. We got an outtake uh, that we uh, that we we've 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 cut from the Midlife Crisis interview. Uh, let's take a listen to that now. Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. How's things going today, Ray? The Rock and Roll Chicago podcast? <laughs> is that what you said? The podcast? Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> We're meeting today with uh, Joe and uh, Jay. How you, how you doing? How you doing? So that was Tom and Mike and Joe and Anthony. From the band Midlife Crisis. Midlife Crisis. I think I'm better now. Are you, are you okay now? After talking with them, I'm much better. I feel much better. <laughs> good, good. I think you should start a band called Senior Moment, though. <laughs> you know what? Again, we talk about how hard it is to come up with a name for a band, and we're just coming up with them left and right. I should I should trademark them or copyright them. or. Well, now we got noise going on here. Yeah, noise, noise at the uh, noise at the uh, museum. That's always fun, isn't it? Boy, it we, sure is. We uh, something got beyond our control, right? Yep, definitely. That was uh, the guy was. I think he was mudding the walls or painting or. <laughs> yeah, he was mudding. I think. Yeah, I think, and you know, he was he was mixing the stuff up in a bucket and like like we weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? Our, our last our last episode, which we actually did this episode, I remember it was on like the sixteenth of March. And we did a Rosie and the Rivets, who was a rockabilly band um, with Frank Canino and Christine Mukalakma with Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice save there. (laughs) Um, And um, and uh, this was our last our last interview before the pandemic actually hit. It wasn't released until the 7th of April, but. but but we uh, uh, we had a fun time talking with Frank and Christine, and AKA Rosie. Then the pandemic took hold, we and to- we panicked. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yes, but we never missed a beat. I tell you, 
No, because I said, hey, Paul, guess what I found? And Paul said, what, Ray? And Ray said, an app called Zoom. And Paul said, what's Zoom? And I said, it's a software package we can use to record interviews. And here we are. Yeah, we're still doing them via Zoom. Yes, we are. We're doing this one via Zoom. We are, because we are, we're keeping socially distant. But it took us a little bit to figure Zoom out. So let's listen to that. I don't see that. Oh, Got there it. is a record. Oh, okay, yeah. So this isn't, this is, I'm going to record it. Uh, please request recording permission from the meeting host. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I said, it tells me again. I guess maybe you got to record it. I, I am recording it. Okay. All right. You've got my permission. <laughs> All right. Well, we our first our first Zoom interview was with Rhino Nesty, who is the owner of um, of the Arcata Theater, and uh, there's a new theater in Des Plaines that he's going to be opening. Uh, he was planning on opening, uh, but I don't think they're open as of yet. But it'll be a music venue as well, and. Uh, Ryan is involved with the Italian American Hall of Fame and and all kinds of good stuff. Yes, he is, and you know it. It just shows it. It's just not the bands, the entertainers that are being effective. It's the venues too. If they can't have any performances, they can't open up. It's a terrible thing. Yes, it is. But um, then we moved on and we tried something a little bit different. We tried uh, uh, an interview with a couple of guys uh, from different bands, and uh, they're all leaders of those bands, and. Uh, we talk with Marty Martirosian of MNR Rush and Tom uh, Dixon, Cadillac Groove, and Jose Rivera, the five guys named Mo. And it was on managing a band and what it takes to manage a band and what it takes to keep all those guys in line. Definitely. That was a really, uh, really popular uh, episode, too. A lot of, we had a lot of uh, good feedback on that. A lot of people listened to it and uh, really enjoyed it. Yes, it was very, uh, very informative. Yeah, it's definitely getting into the backstories of the bands. I mean, when we interview them, you're learning a little bit more about the bands. Now, this covered how you're running the band, which is pretty interesting. And then, of course, uh, uh, we had, uh, well, well, first, we'll, first we'll play this. Uh, this uh, everyone, everyone was looking for masks. Everyone was looking for masks by the end of April or by the middle of April. And uh, Ray found a place on the Internet. I did. How are you doing today, Ray? I'm doing great. I just got an, an order of masks in all different colors. All di- It's very cool. Wow. Yeah. Where'd you get that one from your neighbor lady? Uh, masks are us. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's www.masks are us. Uh, same day shipping. No, I'm joking. I, just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people looking at trying to look it up and say, man, you said you can get masks out there and I can't. Okay, so there really is no mask on us, but uh, but it was uh, it was interesting to. Uh, but now everybody's got ma- everybody's got masks now, right? But it was a cra- it was a crazy time. I mean, it was the, you, masks became a hot commodity. Toilet paper became a hot commodity. Paper towels became a hot commodity. It, I I just I, I'll never understand that 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 part of it. The masks are one thing, but. Paper towels and toilet paper. I just don't get it. Well, people were making masks out of toilet paper and paper towels, I think. I suppose. I suppose. But I'll tell you one thing. You know, when uh, back in the old days, when I needed some toilet paper, man, I spun that thing like I was playing on Wheel of Fortune. I says, <laughs> nowadays, though, I when I when I need it, I'm, I'm pulling it like I'm cracking a safe. 
<laughs> well, okay. So then we moved on to the Sunshine Boys. Now, not Walter Matthau and uh, who was the other guy? Uh, Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. No, it wasn't either of them. Uh, the Sunshine Boys are uh, a band out of Chicago with Doug Julin, uh, who is who you may know from from another podcast, the Steve Dahl podcast. Um, and our podcast, we did an episode with Dog last year. That's right, we uh, did. And yeah, Dog's also with Poi Dog Pondering and the and was with the Slugs. And uh, so he's got a band with uh, with a, with a couple of girls, Jackie Schimmel, and uh, Frida Love Smith. Frida Love Smith. That's right. They've got a lot of great original music. They got a couple of uh, albums out now. They're really, really good. Uh, definitely. Go to their website and buy a CD. And then, uh, then we moved on in, in, in May. We started with Kimmy Hayes. Kimmy now is, or was, starting to play in, on Broadway in, uh, in uh, New York City as a guitar player for the show Six. Unfortunately, that has uh, been curbed, too. Uh, for quite thanks, some time. Th- thanks to yep. COVID, right? I've heard that uh, even Broadway, there's no definite plans on when they're going to be opening up those theaters. We kind of had we kind of a theme going here with smoking guns because I'll tell you why we had smoking guns and we had Mike Queen. Then we had Mike Aquino. Mike Aquino has played with Kimmy Hayes and Smoking Guns, so we kind of tied the three in. Was he smoking or guns? He was he was smoking. He's a he smoking was- great guitar player and uh, smoking guns. Uh, have a have a smoking great guitar player of their own um, by the name of David Nicola, who is um, who wasn't able to be there with our, in uh, in our meeting, uh, but we did talk with uh, Artie Specht and uh, Robert Bros and Jim Banky, the other three members of Smoking Guns. That was a fun interview. And Mike Aquino, as I said, was uh, was a lot of fun and, uh, and just a great great guy and a great guitar player and. Uh, and he really had some interesting uh, stories and some interesting background. Definitely. I mean, he played, he plays country, he plays jazz, he plays rock, he plays blues, anything, anything you need him to play, he can do it and he does it excellently. Right. And, and he is, he's played with the, uh, with Jim Pedrick and his world stage. And he's played with the cornerstones of rock actually leads us into the next interview that we had so these are all kind of tied together here plus Carl- this, was, this was kind of a legendary interview too it was our 50th episode oh yes it was yes it was and that was with carl gm Reese of the bucky games uh, we talked to carl for boy a good hour and uh, he uh, gave us some insight into 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 how the band got started and and, and it's just a great interview and a lot of fun good good guy good good guy and then they've also played with the Cornerstones of Rock. So, and so has our, our, our next interview, which was Dave Zane. Uh, Dave Zane has a band called Bigger Picture Band. He has a band called Zane's Way. And he uh, plays for the Buckinghams. Plays for the Buckinghams. And um, this played, is all tying in. And played on the Cornerstones of Rock. Right. So you see how that all worked out. Isn't that pretty cool? How come I didn't see it when it was happening? I don't know. In, in our interview, with uh, Dave Zane, um, Ray had a little mishap. <coughs> oh, sorry, a cicada just just landed in my mouth. Oh yeah, no, that was. Is, is the chocolate covered ones are good? 
the chocolate and they're great on the grill. Yeah. They are great on the grill. <laughs> yes, All right. You worked the bugs out, Ray? I did. I did. Everything's fine now. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you very much. Good. Well, then we, then we, then we got away from our uh, theme there that we had with the tiny bit of giant's blood. Tell me about them, Ray. These guys are a glam punk heavy rock band uh, from Chicago. And uh, they, they got some interesting music and they just came out with a new, vi- well, not just recently, a short time after our, our podcast, they came out with a video and the, uh, and the video was done to one of their songs and the actors in the video were all dolls. Barbie dolls. Barbie dolls. And, Barbie dolls. but they were dressed up in their, the same outfits these guys wear on stage. And it's, 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 cool but kind of creepy <laughs> yeah yeah it was very cool it was very cool and well done oh well for sure whoever whoever did that very ta- very talented well then we then we, uh, then we moved on uh, in june this was all in june when we moved on to, uh, to scott may who also is part of the world stage thing and is part of uh, cornerstones of rock and he plays with uh, the ides of march and he's keyboard player with the Ides of March. Since 1990. Wow. Scat May, Scat May. Great, 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 great guy and a great interview. He didn't think he was worthy enough to have, have an interview, but it wound up he was. He, he was. It's, it was a great interview. Yes. Very popular with our fans. Then we moved on to uh, the Crop Puppies. The Crop Puppies are a band that, uh, that I've known, let's say. But, but first we'll start out, we'll start out with the Crop Puppies by playing this intro it was one of Ray's great ideas to, to play some, uh, he, he, Ray gets confused on who we're interviewing sometimes. So, well, this kind of explains it, self-explains. Well, if you'd be clearer sometime, you know, I don't listen to you all the time. I am so excited that we're going to New Orleans. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I got the wrong one. Who was that? Going to New Orleans for a coffee spoil, you said. I am so excited. Okay. (laughs) That was way distorted over this. Was it really? Yeah, and then you were like, way in the background, I can hardly hear you. Oh, shit. All right, well, the crop puppy, the, the, the Cajun, he thought we were going Cajun. Uh, That's know. right. New Orleans, baby. But, uh, but they don't play too much New Orleans stuff. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't know if they play any. But, um, but I've known these guys for quite a few years, uh, probably uh, close to 15 years. And, uh, and they're a great fun band from Northwest Indiana. And, uh, and I'm proud to call them my friends. Me too. Everyone's yeah. my friend. That's right. And then we moved on to uh, to Rockabilly. We had a Rockabilly star. Rockabilly sensation. Everett, Everett Dean. Dean. That's right. Everett Dean. And we talked with Everett. Actually, we, we had to talk to him twice because I think I screwed up the first interview. By, uh, I think I raced it or something accidentally. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We had to call him back and eat crow and say, would you please do another interview? And he was very cordial and said, no problem. And we were able to do another Zoom interview with him. Right. And then we uh, then from there, we had Sean and Charlie. Sean and Charlie. Now, if you know Sean and Charlie, they're, uh, they're a Southside, Southside band, 
So I'll say a couple of guys who uh, who just uh, who love the rock and play, love to play some Irish music too. They do, and uh, I think I believe Sean was driving home from work when we started the interview. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was in his car. Yeah, <laughs> so the quality wasn't that good. Not you know that it's that good using Zoom, but I mean a studio would be better. But uh, it was uh, it was interesting to have him driving and talking to us. I hear I hear bells. It's my other phone. So uh, and and then from there we moved down to uh, Lights Out Chicago. Yes, a UFO tribute band. That's right, Lights Out Chicago, not London, Chicago. And uh, you went and saw them, didn't you? I did. I saw them at uh, at a, an establishment in Crestwood, uh, which will go nameless unless they want to advertise as a sponsor for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. But uh, yeah, I did go to see them. One of the few places that was having some bands uh, yeah. in, in September, right? It was an open air stage. It was, uh, the place was open. It was outdoors. And uh, so they were, and everybody was being socially distant and had their masks on and all. And they were able to play uh, outside. So they're very good. I, I mean, outstanding. And then shortly after that show, they were doing an, another show where they were doing the entire 1978 concert that UFO did here at the amphitheater. They were playing it song by song from start to finish that I didn't get an opportunity to see, but I'll, I'll bet you it was fantastic. Did they get to do that one? I believe they did. I believe that I believe, cause that was also an outdoor uh, gig. Very cool. And they were one of the lucky fews, lucky, lucky few bands to get out there and play this year. Yeah. If you're able to get one or two in, you were lucky, you know, it's like, it's true. Sure. We talked to uh, Joe Cantafio from, um, or did you say Cantafio? <laughs> let's, I, let's... I was, it's Cantafio. I always mix it. I mess it up. That's me. You know, man, I have not mastered the English language yet. So give me some time when I grow up. Let, let's listen to find out. Joe Cantafino of Jade 50s. I think it's Cantafio. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> I, I screwed up his name. So now I know it's Cantafio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe. Joe was with Jade 50s. Man, that was a really hot band back in the day. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They were they were playing quite a bit and uh, and just playing all over the place. If you see any of the old uh, entertainer ads, uh, you'll, you'll find Jade 50s in, in almost all of them. Every they played everywhere, and they almost became like a standard to go by. By the the amount of people that they would draw to a place to a bar was crazy, and that that was like a standard. The the uh, club owners would use. You know what can you you know what what kind of people? How many people can you bring in? Can you bring in as many as Jade Fifties? But uh, but then we have, then we had one of your favorite bands, or or the the uh, the leader the. The, the founder, lead, the founder front man of uh, a Poy Dog Pondry, Frank Oral. Yep, that was a great uh, that was a great interview with Frank. Uh, I was looking forward to that. I've I've been a big Poy Dog Pondering fan for many 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 years. I've got every single one of their CDs, albums, uh, even the newest one that just came out, and uh, I, I really enjoy their music. It's it's quite eclectic. It's hard to pinpoint oh. what it is. It's electric, eclectic. Eclectic means it's a, a different, a lot of different stuff. As 
in the podcast, Frank said these albums he made just depended on his mood, whatever he was into at that time. That's the kind of music he wrote. And he wrote all that music, which is phenomenal. As of now, I believe he's on the road now. He sold his place in Chicago and he's going to go ride this pandemic out by traveling around the country and visiting friends. I think he's out West right now. I know he told us he was going to do that, but I didn't know if he had or not. Yep. He's, he's on the road. So, uh, we won't be seeing uh, him or Poi Dog for quite some time or anybody else for quite some time. But, yep, that was a great interview. Uh, if you're a Poi Dog pondering fan, definitely check it out. Then we went on to the band Revival. We talked with them. They were playing, too, weren't they, if I recall? They did have a few. Uh, they did have some outdoor gigs uh, scheduled, and I did, do believe they did play them. But uh, not that many. Not that many. And uh, Joe DiGiacomo uh he, uh, he just joined the band recently. <laughs> he hasn't even had an opportunity to, uh, to play that play, much with play him. Play very much with him, right. Yeah. Joe Giacomo has done a few of the Jimmy Hood things, though. So, An evening at Hood's. Uh, so uh, so then, then we were pretty excited because we got our, um, we got our first true sponsor. I mean, we, we've always had the uh, um, Road to Rock Radio as a sponsor. Um, but, the, but the in turn... For their sponsorship, uh, they they play our podcast every Monday night at six p.m. Central Time on Road to Rock Radio .net. Road to Rock Radio is proud to welcome Paul Martin of MNR Rush and the Dancing Noodles and Ray the Roadie, the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Join Paul and Ray as they bring you weekly interviews from bands that have rocked Chicago. It's the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Monday night at 6 on Road to Rock Radio. We got our next big sponsor. Um, GHS Strings out of Battle Creek, Michigan. They, they decided to sponsor us and they've been sponsoring shows and uh, they're sponsoring this show tonight. They are. Okay, good. They are still our, <laughs> they are still our sponsor. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So uh, any, any guitar players out there, help them out by going and uh, buying your next set of strings from uh, GHS. This is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie, and we're here to talk to you about GHS Strings. That's right, Ray. Whether you play electric guitar, acoustic, or bass, or even banjo, mandolin, or ukulele, then GHS has the strings for you. GHS Strings are easy to play with a rich, full-balanced tone available in many different gauges. Great for all musical styles, so if you play... Play with the best. Play GHS Strings. I thought we we kind of went with a uh, we kind of went with the drummer theme there for a while, didn't we? After that, we did. Yeah, so there's a whole uh, percussionary series. <laughs> we had uh, Mike Arturi of the Loved Spoonful, a Chicago boy who's uh, done well for himself. Now lives in Minnesota, and uh, and uh, he's uh, he he was a great interview. He was very interesting. Yeah, he's played with a lot of. Uh... A lot of internationally acclaimed artists, you know, like Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Del Shannon. Uh, and like you said, now he's a full-time member of uh, the Love and Spoonful and has been since 1996. And that's quite an impressive resume. Yes. And then, and then we, we played a, we, we decided to play some past performances, uh, which we, we started with Tommy Shekel, who was, uh, who was a drummer for the Buckinghams for years. 
and uh, then, then played with Paul Revere and the Raiders, now plays with Paul Revere's Raiders. Tammy, uh, so we interviewed Tammy the year before. It was episode seven. I believe it was episode seven. And, but we had a lot of, uh, a lot of people requested that. They asked if we would replay it again, and we said, sure, why not? So, uh, so we did, and uh, Tammy Sheckle, uh, well, Tammy Sheckle was a lot of fun, boy. When we interviewed him, we talked for four hours. <laughs> it yes, was a lot did. of edit, a lot of editing on that one. That's right, that's right. We did, it, uh, and it was a, it was a ball. And that, that four hours went like nothing. And then, and then we went on to it on the drummer, our third drummer in a row, uh, which was, um, uh, well, well. First of all, he's kind of internationally known. So Ray thought he'd be international. Hey, this is Paul Martin. And Raimondo the roadie. Oh, your name is Raimondo now. Yeah, I'm trying to become a little more international. <laughs> I see. I see. And, and, and why is this? Well, we do have an international audience. Oh, I see. So I could be Pablo. You could be Pablo Martin. <laughs> Pablo Martin. That's right. Okay. Right. So, so who are we? Hey, this is Pablo Martin. And Raimondo the roadie. <laughs> For the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. I think. Yes. But yeah, I think I don't, it is. Know, how to, I don't know, know how to say, say that. that in a different language. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up on my iPhone translator. How to say rock and roll? Rock and roll <laughs> Chicago podcast. All right, I still well. think I'm going to change my name to Raymundo. <laughs> okay, good. Good. I'm going to stick with Paul Martin. It's easy. Okay. Pablo Martin, you know, it was just a little tough. Pablo Cruz. Oh, that's taken. Yeah, that's already taken. Pablo Picasso? No, that's taken no, that's, too. That's taken too. Yeah. Uh, but 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 our international artist that we uh, that we interviewed was Todd Zuckerman of the band Sticks. Yes, that was a good uh, good show. Uh, Todd was uh, very cordial. Let us interview him. Uh, he, he seemed as excited uh, about the interview as we did. Yeah, he uh, he came from us from his home, uh, his drum studio in his basement uh, down near Austin, Texas. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun uh, interviewing Todd and getting uh, some of the behind the scenes stories of Sticks. Uh, most definitely, and there were and there's definitely some good stories. So listen to episode sixty two. Episode sixty three, we talked with the Brooklyn Charmers, uh, who is kind of led by Colin Peterick, the uh, the son of Great Jim Peterick. That's right, then. Brooklyn Charmers are a Steely Dan tribute band, which that in itself is amazing. You got a, almost kind of like the millennials, you know, they're young guys that are doing a tribute to Steely Dan. You know, this is uh, music from our era back in the day, you know. Right, and not easy music to play. Or no, to, definitely to, not. To reproduce either. Not at all. Not at all. And but they do know, a they, great job of it. They do. They do. I mean, you can, if you sit back and close your eyes, you may not be able to tell the difference. And uh, they've also got some, uh, uh, you can go to their, um, to their website and, and, and get to see some videos of them or, or even on Facebook, uh, they've done some live shows. So yes, they have. Some streaming live shows. That's right. Trying to, get, trying to keep bringing the music to the people. That's what we're doing, Ray. That's right. We are. Then we had another past performance with Mark Dawson, who is, uh, who is the bass player for the Grassroots, also played in Dreamer and uh, uh, Street Kids, Street All kids. Night Newsboys. Right, Chicago Boy right there. Mm-hmm. Then uh, episode 64, we're closing in on, on our, our last few here, Ray. Uh-oh. 
Drum roll, please. Was the animation. Uh, animation is a Rush tribute band from Chicago. Uh, the band has actually been together for quite some time, but they've got some different members now. And, uh, and they're doing a great job out there playing the music of Rush. Yep, and they sound really good. Again, another band that's not that easy to play. True. You're true yeah. that. Yes, indeed. And they get into some deep tracks. And uh, then we move down to the outfit. The outfit. Uh, tell, tell us about the outfit, Ray. Well, the outfit uh, is a fairly new, it's a, they're a newer band. They've been around since uh, 2018, but they've gotten some great billboard uh, uh, spots. I mean, their first single they released in 2018 hit 34 on the Billboard's mainstream rock chart, which is like unheard of. And uh, so their music, I mean, people like them all over the place. And uh, it was great to talk to Mike Gorman again, who we talked to last year, who used to play with Pez Band. Right. So Mike is still out there rocking and uh, he's playing with the outfit and they are a rocking rock band. They got Marshalls on 10 and that's, that's what it's all about. Or 11. 11. It's, it could it go some some go to eleven. Some of them do. And then then we kind of went country on we kind of went country on you. Uh, we had the hillbilly rock stars, and and nothing nothing uh, derogatory or mean about the hillbilly rock stars. But we got off on a tangent on our intro, and uh, I think we actually scrapped it. <laughs> I believe we did. <laughs> but here's the outtake from that intro. I'm just I'm cooking up uh, some vittles right now, and then uh, I was going to have uh, some people over later on. We're going to go sit down by the fancy eating table and have some vittles. I reckon that's pretty good. It's I reckon it's going to be real good. <laughs> okay, why are we talking this way? Uh, to, today's episode is with the hillbilly rock stars. Oh, I see. So, so you're just you're just assuming. That hillbillies talk that way. Don't they? No. No, not hillbilly rock stars. They don't. Oh, well, I mean, the name hillbilly implies, you know, you know, eating by the fancy eating table. You know, <laughs> that, that's usually set right out there by the cement pond. By the cement pond, that's right. You're talking about the Beverly Hillbillies, right? I sure am, yeah. 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 Ellie Bay. Yeah. Woo. Grandma, what was her name? Uh... I, I forgot her name now. <laughs> Jed. Jed. Granny. It was just Granny. Granny. It was Granny. That's right. Yeah. And Jethro. <laughs> Jethro Bodine. <laughs> that's it. I don't think we're going to be seeing any of them today, talking to any of them today. No. Uh, Miss Hathaway, maybe there. Possibly Miss Hathaway, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Drysdale. Wow. Why do I remember all this? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, we're not speaking with any of those people. Hey, you know what other hillbillies there were? Remember the Andy Griffith show? <laughs> yes. Remember that family of hillbillies that came in and they're playing on his porch? I remember I remember Green Acres. That's right. That's right. And he used to have to climb the pole to make a phone call in yeah. Petticoat Junction with the three daughters. Yeah, so, I guess I guess there were a lot of lot of uh, saw, a lot of shows back then. Right, the country bumpkin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. City folk were enamored with that stuff, huh? They were because they never experienced it. That's right. 
I mean, they would take drives out to the country just to look at a cow. Yeah, I know. We got a little silly there, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> but, but that's me. I'm always silly. The, but the Hillbilly Rockstars are a great, fun band. We actually both went and saw them. Um, well, I don't know. It was in September, I think, wasn't it? August or September. August. Yeah, they were at. Uh, they're playing again. Everybody, they were playing outside. Right. We were not indoors, socially distanced, masked up. We were outside in Orland Park in a parking lot. In a big old parking lot, this way. Mm-hmm. And everybody brought lawn chairs and stayed socially distanced. And but uh, they're they're a fun band. And um, who all did we talk to in that band? We talked to several guys, didn't we? Yeah, we talked to a number of the guys in the band. I forget how many we had right now. But there was uh, three or four, three or four, three or four. Good for the band members were in there. But uh, but uh, they're they're a fun band. I actually know uh, the Hermanator, their drummer from years past, uh, from working with him at the Blue Chip Casino. So uh, so it, it was it was fun talking with him again and with the whole band. And they 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 also have some original material out there that you can listen to. Uh, just look up Hillbilly Rock Stars with, with a Z. Z. With a a Z. Z. I must be something with the Z's because uh, not not disease with the Z's. Ah, the Z's. I thought you were talking about a disease. I'm like, come on, dude. We're just coming <laughs> no, off a pandemic. No, no. The, uh, uh, because smoking guns is with a Z, too. It must be something that country thing. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Could be. They like that zippity doo dah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, then for our la- our last couple of shows of the year, we talked with the uh, first. We talked with Dave Calzaretta of Maggie Speaks and of, of uh, um, Magnificent Events. Yeah, that was a good uh, that was a good interview. I mean, that guy has done a lot with these bands. It's uh, you've really got to listen to this uh, episode, episode sixty seven. I mean, he tells us how this whole thing's started and how it's just grown and blossomed and now he's doing the same thing out in arizona this winter where he's setting up a company like he has here to uh put together bands to play events corporate events uh and like like mega events something like that i don't know if it's going to be the same company or just a a wing of that company but he's working hard in arizona trying to set up the same thing there and then a final episode, uh, episode final six, episode, a final episode of the year. Uh, besides this one was uh, episode number 68. It was the band Heartache Tonight, the Eagles tribute band. That's where I was trying to learn Hotel California. Oh, yeah. God, that song goes forever. Good song, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good song, though. But yeah, that was our that was the last one for the year 2020. That was 38 episodes along with a couple of past performances. So they actually made 40 episodes uh, for for the year, including this one, which would be 41. So I right. uh, ho- hope you enjoyed them all. We, if not, I hope you enjoyed me at least. Well, yeah, everybody enjoys you and Paul. Everybody enjoys Paul too. So, but, but, but we're we're happy to bring them to you. We we have fun. Uh, this whole thing started uh, when, when Ray came to me and said, I think we should start a podcast. And I said, podcast? What's, what's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he says, I got this idea to put this uh, thing together. We could talk about uh, bands from the 60s, the 70s, all the way up until today. And um, so I said, well, that's a good idea. So we started doing that. And um, 
and it's been fun. It's been fun getting behind the scenes and learning uh, some of the, the backstories of these bands and some of the backstories of the, these musicians and uh, finding out all about them and trying to keep the names out there, especially we had no idea that it'd be this pandemic going on, but trying to keep their names alive and keep them out there and keep them, uh, keep their name alive. So we, we've been, this is our end of our second year doing this. And I believe I started asking you about this probably about two, two and a half years before we actually got it underway. Yeah, about two years before. Yeah. Yep. You had to kind of, you had to really think about it, but, uh, I think you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I had to, um, it, it took a while to get it all together too. But. Sure. Sure. And it's still a, a work in progress. It's a work in progress every week. Every day it is. It's every every day, day it is. And uh, I think about it every day now. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But uh, thanks, yeah, Ray. Thanks. I want to tell you, thanks. I'm, <laughs> you're very welcome. What else would you be doing? Uh, I don't know. Locked up in the house. Everybody's quarantined. It gives us something to do. I got to clean my basement. Then do that. Well, I can't. I'm thinking about some podcasts. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> have a beer. I, I could do that. So, hope, you know, this not hopefully, but uh, 2021, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more uh, episodes coming up. We've got uh, some things in the works that uh, we hope you're going to enjoy. And we hope you've enjoyed our shows for 2020. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, have a happy holiday. Have a safe new year, and um, we'll see you on the other side of 2020 in 2021. See you next year. Happy new year. I mentioned the joke about the guy who walks up to a, he was driving down a country road. He sees this beautiful horse out in the field, and um, he he says, uh, he goes and knocks on the door. He says, I have to have that horse. And he says, he looks beautiful. And he goes, and the farmer says, no, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good. And the guy goes, no, he looks beautiful. He says, he doesn't look good. So he pays him the money, takes the horse, and uh, comes back about a week later. He says, you sold me a blind horse. So I told you it didn't look so good. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, you guys can catch Paul at, uh, you know, at one of your local comedy venues. Uh, check out their schedule. Uh, during this uh, these trying times for musicians, Paul's uh, doing was, some stand-up. The Rock and Roll Chicago podcast does not own the rights to any of the music that's played on this podcast. The music is used to promote the band or musicians that are interviewed. Rock and Roll Chicago!